If you are just joining us, my name is Mike Clough, and I'll be the moderator for today's call. My email address is editor at marketingexperiments.com if you have any questions. The topic for today's conference is the difference in ROI between affiliate programs and PPC programs. All right. At that note, I'd like to introduce Nick Osborne, who will be our primary speaker for today. Good afternoon. Um, I'm sure many of you have attended these calls before, and we're expecting Dr. Flint McLaughlin to be presenting today, but uh, Dr. McLaughlin's off in the UK doing something interesting or pleasant. Um, so I'm going to be running through this today with help from my colleagues, in particular Aaron Rosenthal and Jimmy Ellis. Um, and we're going to be using, just recently we've started using this new interface where we can go through this and we actually have, so we can we can show you some images and screen captures, which is something that we, we, we couldn't do a few weeks ago. So we're going to look now at the, the return on investment, looking at PPC and affiliate marketing. Perhaps one of the first things I should say is that, is that this isn't a – this isn't a series of tests we've run. We're actually going to look at a couple of case histories um, because we, we, we were looking at some partners of ours. We were looking at some trends, particularly over the last nine months. And that's what, that's what made us have a look at and ask the question is, are we better off spending time investing in affiliate partnerships or are we better off spending time looking at looking at you know improving our pay-per-click campaigns? So we have a couple of case histories to to look at today. The the results from both are, are fairly extraordinary. So so I caution you right at the beginning that just because these two companies, when you look at the figures, this this, this isn't a, meant to be an industry-wide indicator. But it is for us. It was certainly looking at the figures was a wake-up call um, to be paying more attention, I think, to affiliate programs than we have done in the past. The other point I want to make before we get into this is that is that as we go through this session, you're going to see us. Um, you're going to see some exciting figures about ROI on affiliate programs, and we're going to go through quite a long list of guidelines on how to make the most of an affiliate program. But, but the purpose of this session is certainly not to suggest that you no longer pay attention to pay-per-click. I think pay-per-click advertising will continue to be a very important channel for a lot of companies for a long time to come. Uh, we've simply taken the opportunity, having had a look at these trends with two partners, to, to take a much closer look at affiliate marketing than we have done for a couple of years. Uh, we did a brief, two briefs on this a couple of years ago, and the landscape has changed somewhat. The other point I'll make, just to keep in the back of your mind, and we'll perhaps touch on, touch on this again a little bit later, is that when you get really good affiliate partners, in a, in, a, in a sense, you are, you are adding to your pay-per-click activity because a lot of really good affiliates will also be using pay-per-click to attract traffic to their sites and then sending their visitors onto your site in the hope of uh, getting a commission. And that's quite an interesting concept because it means the affiliate is actually paying for the pay-per-click campaign. And the people who arrive at your site are actually those that have been pre-qualified through the affiliate site. So, so that's something. There, there are some figures and conversions that we will probably look at, and we can come back at a later date. So if we want to move on 
Uh, Mike, just move forward a slide onto the, the, the first case study. The first case study we did with a company called National Alert Registry. We, we've used this company a number of times in our presentations simply because we have uh, total access to the figures and we control the testing. Um, so, so this is an area where we can look at the figures and, 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 and know with certainty that we have, we have valid data. Um, and this is why we're always so comfortable to share this, this with you. First of all, on the, on the pay-per-click, an interesting thing has been happening over the last nine months, and I'm going to have Aaron comment on this further in a little while. But in spite of our best efforts, we have been seeing declining results. Um, you'll, you'll see the details in, in, in a chart in a moment. But whatever efforts we make, just over the last nine months, you know, we've been doing some great things. We've, we've been adding new, time, new campaigns over time, often in response to current news in the media. And this is something we've mentioned in previous briefs where we, we pick up on some media story that is related to one of our partners or one of our campaigns, and we immediately catch some keywords from that story and often see then a spike in, our, in, our, in, in, in the performance of our pay-per-click ads. So we've been doing that. We've more than doubled the number of keywords we're bidding on for National Alert Registry, and this is people typically describe as, as searching the edges or the tail where you are um, in, in, instead of focusing on 50 you know, obvious keywords, you're going out and, and bidding on one or two or 3,000 keywords, some of which are really quite on the edge of your of your topic but but the volume makes up and and you continue to to get good traffic Nick yes um, can you turn up your phone some people are having trouble hearing you sorry can you turn up your phone some people are having trouble hearing you oh really yes okay what I what I'm gonna do then is I'll I'm just gonna remove my headset and I'll talk straight into the phone and that might help a little is that clear that's a little better Nick that's a whole lot better? All right. Okay, so, so over this period, we, we've just about doubled the amount of traffic to the site generated by our pay-per-click campaigns. Um, now, this is, this, is, this, is a, this is a case history relating to this particular company, but I, I don't think this is untypical. I think there are a lot of companies out there that are seeing uh, diminishing returns on the efforts they're making to get traffic and particularly to get good conversions and sales for the money they invest. Aaron, is, is there anything you want to add? I mean, you, you, you're much closer to this than I am. Um, no, the only thing that I would say is that uh, the National Alert Registry, some, uh, somebody asked uh, what type of business they are. They are a private sex offender database registry. Uh, obviously, this is a very news-driven uh, area and uh, with all the media attention in the last uh, nine months, last year really, there have been uh, several new uh, competitors to enter this market. And uh, that, when you get to the next slide, you, you, you'll be able to understand better uh, why pay per click costs have actually uh, increased. Okay. Okay. And 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 at this and at this okay so let's Mike if we can move on to the next slide, 
Um, so we've seen our partner, we've seen the national alert registry's uh, pay-per-click cost per sale going up and the, the PPC profits going down. Now, before we get on to the performance of their affiliate program, I think it's also true to say that there is some sort of cynicism about affiliate programs out there. I think a lot of companies have kind of dipped their toes into affiliate programs to try and get uh, more traffic and more customers through affiliates. I think, as is the case with a lot of marketing tools, a lot of people, you know, they, they dip their thing, toes in the water, they don't try hard enough or invest enough in it, and they get disappointing results. So. This is, this is, to my mind, is like people's mindset of the old, you know, like the Amazon model when they, they started this out with their affiliate program, I guess, back in 96, and, and hundreds of thousands of people joined. And I, and, and I think that's the kind of model a lot of people, a lot of marketers still have in their mind is that for a good affiliate program, you've got to have tens of thousands of people putting links up on their sites. Um, but in fact, what's happened with, with the National Alert Registry is is the affiliate performance has increased dramatically, but not by by adding thousands of new affiliates, but by very carefully seeking out and looking for a handful of well, what are called like super affiliates, and probably better described as strategic partners or strategic marketing partners. So, Mike, let's go into the next slide and actually have a look at what's happened there over the last nine months here. If you have a look at the chart here, you can, you can see in the columns we're broken down between October 2005 and June of, of this year. Uh, the first half of the, the, the lines there is on pay-per-click and the second is on affiliate. So you can see that over the last nine months our pay-per-click sales have declined and the cost per pay-per-click per, per action has increased. That, that figure of 6.71 to 9.43 is, is a significant increase. And I think that, and again, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that speaks to what you were talking about with, with more competitors coming into that space. Now, Absolutely. Sorry? Absolutely. Right. So, so if we get down to the, you know, the pay-per-click profit line, the, the profits have just fallen through the floor from over 14,000 to, to barely 2,000 in June of this year. Now, again, this, this is not meant to indicate that this is happening industry-wide. It's not. These are a couple of case histories. Now, when we look at the affiliate sales over the same period, we're going from under 1,000 to 4,500 sales. Now, the cost per action the cost per affiliate sale has risen from about $4 to $5. But look at the affiliate profit. I mean, it's gone up by over 280% over a nine-month period. So this is, when we looked at this chart, this was the first set of data we, we put together when we were preparing this clinic. And this is where we started kind of pairing in our minds, looking at pay-per-click and affiliate marking side by side and asking ourselves the question of, well, why don't we, you know, wouldn't it be smart to keep improving on the affiliate marketing side as a complement to, certainly not as a replacement of, but to make up the revenues and also to support the pay-per-click because, uh, as mentioned earlier, a lot of really smart affiliates are very talented when it comes to, to pay-per-click advertising. So the, there's a benefit there. 
so is this is like i say is this absolutely typical no i i don't think it is but it's but 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 for some companies this has probably been happening in a in, in a similar fashion over the over the last year or so before i before i go on to the next case study aaron is there anything else did you want to did you want to add on the whole national alert registry experience over the last 9 months um the only thing that i would add is that, that it's been it has been frustrating to see a a market that was uh it was virtually untapped uh besides uh, the national alert registry uh, in the paper clicks to see a market now that is that is well, I, I guess I, let me retract that. It wasn't untapped, but there were very there were there were a few competitors uh, that were uh, fighting for that top spot across the paper clicks. And uh, uh, now what we're seeing is is essentially a a, a full page of ads onto the second page of ads, and uh, it's it has been a. Uh, a frustration of, of the uh, the owners of uh, National Alert Registry to see the profit going down on these uh, uh, on all pay-per-click sales and pay-per-click traffic, and uh, it's uh, it's something that we we were were fortunate enough to be able to subsequent or replace that traffic with uh, with some affiliate sales. So, right, and you 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 work pretty hard on that, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, one other thing before we before we move on from the pay-per-click is is I was having a discussion with someone the other day about some changes Google has made very recently in 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 terms of their their judgment of websites, um, how they're how they're giving preference to websites that are very have a lot of deep content and are penalizing sites which are which are kind of very skinny very you know, very much surface sites that's that's right Google actually uh, made an announcement I, I don't have the exact date in front of me but it was a couple of weeks ago they were looking hard at going after this uh, so-called AdWords arbitrage now that's not necessarily uh, just a, a uh, a site that displays AdSense or Yahoo Publisher ads. That's also what Google looks at are, are those sites that are, are affiliate related, those sites that really offer very little uh, value to, uh, to visitors, but uh, rather than trying to, to make a sale. Um, what they have done is arbitrarily increased the uh, the click cost on those sites which uh, which they feel are not the content is lacking on so where you may have been able to purchase uh, a an ad for an affiliate network at 25 cents a click and now maybe two three four five dollars a click um, these these changes were in many cases very extreme now not everybody was affected and uh, I think uh, that what we will see is affiliates will have to move to more content-driven uh, uh, sales pages than uh, than simply a landing page offering little value to uh, to customers. But it is something to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's something we've been following in our own blog, the whole issue of junk content sites uh, and what companies like uh, – like, like Google and Yahoo are going to do about it. 
Okay, let's move, Mike, if you can move the slide on to the next case study. So this is, this is with another partner of ours, um, Net Detective. Um, they, they, do, they use a little bit of pay-per-click just for testing purposes. Uh, they, they don't do it really as a, as a marketing tool, so we're not, we're not showing a comparison here between pay-per-click and affiliate. But again, we just want to show you what can happen with an affiliate program when you pay very close attention to it. I think one, one of the most significant things to note here is the Net Detective affiliate program has been running for, for over nine years now, which makes it one of the longest-running programs of its kind in existence. Uh, and that counts for something because it means these guys have been learning and finally tuning that program for a long time. And in fact, today, 80% um, of the company's total revenues come through referrals from their affiliate network. So, so we're using this in a case, as a case study because here's a company that clearly understands how to make this work. I mean, basically their, their, their model and their revenue depends on their expertise in, in handling and managing an effective affiliate program. And, and, and the growth has been, although again, we're going to show you a chart in a moment that shows some fairly dramatic growth, um, the, growth the, the growth of this affiliate program in terms of income and profit has been steady over the years. It's been growing steadily. Um, so little by little, they've been learning more and, uh, and applying their learning and, and, and doing better. However, that, that the biggest increases, again, have occurred over the same period, over the last nine months. So, Mike, just move the slide forward and we'll look at these, look at these figures. So this is a, the, uh, there's no pay-per-click here. This is just their affiliate growth uh, between October 2005 and June of 2006. So that first, we'll just go through this line by line because it's quite astonishing. Average payout per affiliate uh, nine months ago was $701 odd dollars per month. June of this year, 2,315, um, a, a huge increase in payout per affiliate. And before everyone just, just abandons this conference and rushes off to sign up as a net detective affiliate and, and, and make lots of money, um, these, these, these figures, you have to understand these in context. Among with a company like this, if they, if they have, and I don't know how many affiliates they have, and again, maybe Aaron and Jimmy can fill me in on that. Jim, Aaron, do you know how many in total, how many affiliates they have? I don't know the exact number, but it is somewhere, I believe, in the four figures. All right. So, so we've got, let's for the sake of argument, say, you know, five, they've got, they got 5,000 affiliates. Um, those 5,000 individuals are not each receiving over $2,000 a month. Uh, what will happen, as with any program like this, is that a large number of those will be receiving $20 a month, and there are a, a few of these super affiliates who are making very large amounts of money. So on to the next line, average revenue per affiliate, again, gone up from 2,600-odd to 6,700. Uh, what's really significant is the average profit per affiliate. Again, from just under 2,000 to almost 4,500. So this is just over, the, like I say, they've had a history of steady growth, but over the last nine months, um, the, the average profit per affiliate has increased 
by over 120%. So, so we have two companies here, uh, both of which have really followed the same path, and that is that when they when they're looking at their affiliate programs, their their concern is not to get out there and pick up a thousand extra weekend warriors. What they're looking for is professional affiliate marketers. And and, and and people like that really were this is a phenomenon really that has grown up over the last few last few years. If you if you go back again to, to Amazon ninety six, there there really weren't these people who made significant livings by being affiliate marketers but now there are and some of these guys earn a hundred you know a hundred thousand a year some of these guys earn over a million a year uh, by being a pro professional affiliate marketers and and these are the people to go to uh, and this is these these are the people that and again Aaron I don't know whether you want to do you want to talk a little bit about how because I know you've been involved in part with with one or both of these companies in looking for these uh, the, these, these partners. Do you want to say a few words about your approach and how you've done it and how you've identified them? Well, uh, sure, Nick. We're, sometimes we're a little unconventional in, uh, in actually approaching uh, affiliates. There are, there are certain affiliate managers who actually uh, just look for their competitors' affiliates, and uh, try to poach uh, their competitors' affiliates because they're already somebody who's established and has has a proven track record of driving affiliate sales. Uh, and now that's uh, you know that's that's a method that some people don't want to take. Some people uh, will look for good content-driven sites out there, um, approach approach them, offering to. Uh, you know, many many of these content sites are are often skeptical of uh, of signing up for fear that they will alienate alienate some of their visitors. Perhaps they are uh, skeptical of the payout and if they can actually make profit. Sometimes what you might want to do is approach them about buying advertising first, and if it works for you, be very candid with the stats. Don't try to. You, the object is to have a happy affiliate. Um, a happy affiliate will drive more sales than than uh, somebody who's uh, disappointed with the program and doesn't want to promote your. Right. And, I, I think, and I think that point, Aaron, is 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 important because I, th I think too many companies try to automate the process where every affiliate gets the same templated email or newsletter once a month. I think the kind of affiliates you're talking about are the kind of people who you pick up the phone or they pick up the phone and, and you talk about stuff together and they, 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 they ask you for uh, – well, 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 we'll cover this because we're going to go through some guidelines now. So, so, Mike, if you want to go on to the next slide, we're just going to run through some guidelines. And some of these guidelines will also answer some of the questions I see coming up in the question and answer panel on the right. So, so if, if, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna either start an affiliate program or you're gonna take a closer look at a program you have already, and like I say, not as a replacement for pay-per-click, but but as a complement to it, as a, as, as a way to increase your revenues, we've put together, I believe, it's 18 or 19 guidelines here, and and we actually have more. And when we do the printed version of this brief, we'll probably add in of a blueprint for you to. To, to go through step by step, but but let me let's just go through these 
uh, one at a time. I think the first thing, number one, commit to allocating sufficient resources to fully research and explore the best way in which to manage your affiliate program. I think this is probably the, the principal cause of a failure of affiliate programs is that management does not commit sufficient resources. Uh, this is not something that you can just do overnight. There are, uh, and we're going to come to this, you know, there are, you, can, you can go to companies like uh, Commission Junction, you can go to Linkshare, you can go to My Affiliate Program, you can go to Share a Sale, there are, there, you can go to Colimbo. There are, there are dozens of companies out there that are, that are happy to take over the, 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 the management in terms of, 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 of how it works and, and compiling the figures and, and handling the payouts. But, but there's also a, a large internal commitment uh, that is necessary within the company to, to treat this as a serious marketing channel, to allocate, you know, to, to designate people as directors or managers of affiliate marketing. So you really have someone working to build this and, and pay attention to it. Point number, and, and, and Jimmy, Aaron, just, just feel free to jump in if you think I'm, I'm skipping over something or I'm missing something. Um, feel free to interrupt. Well, the only thing that I would add on is the relationship is a huge part. Um, you know, if you've got an affiliate making great sales or if you've got an affiliate who, uh, who had an exceptional week, make an impromptu call and let him know uh, that you noticed it. Those sort of things go a long way. Absolutely, and I know in the business of like where people are making lots of money, and it's not just a call; it's a dinner or a flight somewhere, or a weekend somewhere, or sure, some kind Absolutely. of thing like that. Number two, if you're going to use an in-house, and companies are often tempted to to kind of code their own affiliate program. They say, "Well, it's easy. We're just going to we're just going to put a question mark at the end of the URL, and we're going to put a code there for each affiliate, and 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 we're done." Uh, it's, it's, it's not that, it may have been almost that simple a few years ago. It, it's not anymore. If you really want to handle this in-house rather than going to someone who can manage it for you like Commission Junction, you know, invest in a program or service from an established provider. And, and when we send out the printed brief, we'll, we'll pr make a couple of suggestions there. There is software you can buy. Um, if you don't, you know, if, 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 if you just start yourself, basically you're missing out on the last nine years of what everyone else has been learning in this industry. Uh, far better either to use an outside provider or to use up-to-date software where everything that has been learned by people is, is built into that process and system. So you don't have to make all the same mistakes that everyone else has made. Number three, when you're, when you're launching a program, and again, this is a management choice and a management decision, is, is give yourself a 12-month break-even horizon. This, this, this was a hint given to me by um, a guy called Linny, Linny Vingham, who's, uh, who's had a tremendous amount of experience in this. And he was saying to me that one of the things he sees time and time again is that companies fail because they just don't, they either don't try hard enough or they don't try for long enough. It, it, it takes time to get the program in place. It, in particular, it takes time to get good affiliates signed up. So, you know, g give yourself 12 months or give yourself 18 months. Give it, give it a chance and set some goals and objectives and, and follow those month by month and quarter by quarter. Number four, 
While some affiliate programs make huge revenues by having tens of thousands of affiliates, others achieve the same results with just a few strong partners. This is something we've we've talked about already and is a theme that will continue through these these guidelines is is that really the the new pathway to to success here is, is to find some very strong affiliates. It's it's if if you're going to if you're going to be spending time and resources, you're you're far better off spending that time on on some real strong partners instead of spending the time chasing a thousand people with you know with weekend websites where maybe you'll get one or two sales from them each month. So, Mike, if you can flick forward to the next slide. Okay, number number five here, and this is this is something Aaron was talking about. Treat your top affiliates as, as valued strategic partners, and, and, and in fact, you may want to you may want to just change the way you talk about these people. I, I think, in a, some ways, when you say affiliates, it kind of minimizes their potential contribution. Um, like I say, with with Net Detective, where 80% of the company's revenues come from these people, these aren't like affiliates. These are strategic marketing partners who are clearly very professional and very good at what they do. Um, so, so, so treat treat them well. You also, on going on to number six, get to know how each of these partners or super affiliates operate. They, 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 there's a they, they, these guys are not all the same. Some people will, over the years, have built up a, a huge content site. Um, with hundreds or thousands of pages of valuable content. And, and this is like where Aaron was saying, where you make that first delicate phone call uh, and where the person is more of an editor and, than a marketer, and they may at first feel cautious about monetizing all this content. So, so the, these are high-traffic sites with content that is very closely related to what you are trying to sell, whether that be a product or a service or, or whatever it is your, your business is. Um, this is one source of, of, of very strong affiliates of established, reliable, reputable content sites uh, with, with, with high, high rankings in Google and, and, and everywhere else. Others, and this is the whole kind of the new breed of affiliates, will create sites. You know, if you can find someone smart enough, they'll say, okay, I like the deal, I like the percentage, I, I like the terms, I will build a site just for your program. And, and under here, we have an example of that. So Credit Repair Guide, it's, it's actually creditrepairguide.org if you wanted to go and see it. Here's a site which is really a content site. There's plenty of links. There's plenty of information about credit reports, credit repair, credit bureaus, credit 101 resources. So this is when when you look at it, you don't you don't think, oh, this is one of those shallow affiliate sites, the kind of site that uh, that Google is 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 trying to um, target with uh, penalize with AdSense. This looks like a genuine site all about credit repair. Um, in fact, if you have a look in that, that column of copy on the right side, and I, I don't know how clearly you can see it there, you see the word, the, the link at the bottom, the bottom of that column of text that says Lexington? That's the, that's the company. The guy who put together this site created the entire site just for the one program, for the Lexington Affiliate Program. 
so so this is what some of these guys are doing. They're they're they're, they're far more talented and uh, focused than affiliate marketers were a few years ago. They will if they find a program they like, if they like the the percentage, if they like the whole arrangement, they will invest the time and they will build deep content sites like this. Now, again, a cautionary note: there's a when 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 you're looking at content sites. Look carefully at the content. What you want is content that is valuable, useful, and original. Um, there are a lot of sites out there that will boast 100 pages of content, but it's all free content downloaded from article sites. Uh, that is, there's far less value there. There's far less credibility. What this guy and others like him will do, or this group, I don't know who this is, this, this group will do, is is they will invest the time to create original content to draw in uh, organic traffic. Some of these guys will work heavily with PPC. Others will build sites like this specifically uh, that they're keyword rich and they give themselves a time frame to build up strong organic traffic. Jimmy, you you, you know quite a bit about this and 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 site design and, and affiliates. Have you got anything to comment on this before I move on? Um, not too much, but like for example, this particular example, like what you, just reemphasizing what you already said, it, it looks and feels nothing like an affiliate program. It's all about actually having real quality content. And what typically happens when you have this real quality content that's not duplicate content, stuff like that, is you have higher qualified leads, higher qualified clicks, better indexing in search engines, better uh, search engine placement, and organic results. And so this affiliate, I, I mean, I can only imagine this. Uh, I would say would probably be doing pretty well if it's an established site and the content is really good as it looks um, right. from our screenshot and looking at it earlier. And he's taken trouble to do, you know, have it designed decently. And here's uh, another thing that we see with a lot of the, the, the big affiliates or super affiliates or, or companies like this that do a great job is that many times they can do it better than you can do it. And so if you have a great product, but you're not really good with the website stuff or you're not really good with e-commerce or, or things like that, what can happen is you, you can almost turn over your marketing efforts to these super affiliates if you truly support them like we're talking about, and they can ba basically do a lot of the legwork for you. So, yes, you're giving them a payout, but you're not having to do the pay-per-click. You're not having to do natural search. You're not having to do a whole bunch of extra steps that, to try to promote your site. You have a bunch of these guys that are basically seasoned pros Building content sites similar to this, or uh, very sim very similar to this, or doing your pay-per-click counts, uh, pay-per-click campaigns, or doing natural search and driving a bunch of the traffic for you. And so that's where, especially if you have a great product, um, you know, affiliate programs can really come through. If you don't know that much about the pay-per-click counts, natural search, and the other e-commerce promotion. Get these affiliates on board if you're willing to invest the time and the money to, to develop yeah, the program. I think that, oh, that that's great, and I, and, and I think you've you said in a different way and perhaps a better way what I've been trying to say, which is to shift your perceptions away from what an affiliate means in your mind. It is, it's in, like you say, in some ways it's like outsourcing your marketing. And, and sometimes, yes, sometimes these guys are better at this than we are because often with companies we have multiple responsibilities, we wear a lot of different hats, uh, we cannot be an expert in affiliate marketing the way these guys are. And, and often in some companies, we, we, we can't be as expert at pay-per-click as they are. So it is. It's really like, uh, it's not like getting an ad agency. It's almost like, it is. It's, it's, it's like outsourcing 
uh, a lot of your marketing and promotion to to real professionals. And and these guys, you know, what we see basically these guys are paid for for performance. So the one benefit to the the company is that yeah, you're not having to pay for the paperclip, so you you don't have those fees. But the, the the guys get so good at doing this, these super affiliates are so good because it's all about their bottom line as well. So they have to put together effective content and effective landing pages and effective campaigns and all this. And, and actually, by studying uh, affiliates, you can you know get get clues to, to what's working, what's not working, to continue to develop your program and improve your program. You take Absolutely. what the top affiliates are doing, and you, you can take the learning. You don't want to give it all away, but you can basically help other affiliates by sharing some of the, the best practices. Are, and there's, a, there's, a, there's another strange thing is that is that the, these the, the, the tools these guys have are, are often either as or more sophisticated than the tools that are readily accessible to you or I to manage our own sites and campaigns. Absolutely. There, there are some extraordinarily sophisticated tools that, that, that these super affiliates use because they do. They you know they work on these margins. They're they're, they're paying for keywords. Um, and they still have to make a profit when people then, you know, the percentage clicks through to the site and a small percentage of those makes a purchase. Um, and like, as you say, the, the, the benefit to the company is that people, the pay-per-click traffic is now super qualified. Uh, one, they didn't have to pay for the traffic in the first place. <laughs> They're only ever going to pay for an action for a sale. Yep. Uh, but also by the time someone who came through pay-per-click to this site and then moved through to Lexington. By then, they're they're, they're pretty much pre-sold. It's also it's it's no coincidence. I don't think that this the the subject of this site is credit repair, because this is a this is this is an area where, um, you know, he probably gets a pretty good commission on successful referrals. Uh, you know, the the whole financial insurance credit area is uh, people. Uh, Companies are, are willing to pay a good amount of money for a qualified lead. Anyway, let's let's move on. So, Mike, if you can advance to the next slide, and, and we're actually going to have a look at. Jimmy was just alluding to landing pages. So here's another. This looks like a, a landing page on a on a regular decent site. I mean, it's is as a landing page. It it's it's as good as most that you see out there. Uh, very clear. There's a strong, you know, get free two free audiobooks, risk free at audible.com. Um, bullet points and this big red button, and you've got that, you know, really nice photo and image. Again, this is an affiliate landing page. This is a this is a landing page for a site. It is designed to pay per click traffic comes to this page. This whole site. And I, and I don't remember the name. I don't remember the URL of this site. But again, this whole site has been created just in partnership with Audible.com. Audible.com is the only, um, you know, everything you click here goes straight to Audible.com. So again, this super affiliate has gone to Audible.com, negotiated a deal, and said, "Okay, I will build a site. I will create campaigns um, to drive traffic here." So again, quite sophisticated. So Mike, let's move on one more. All right, here's a here's another. Well, we won't get. A, let me do eight and nine first. Number eight: Be generous with your commissions. 
again, if you, if you go back to the go back five years, then companies were offering like two percent, three percent, four percent, and you'll get your weekend warriors with their homemade sites, uh, their free sites. They'll, they'll sign up for that and they'll make twenty bucks in a quarter. If you want serious marketing partners, you can't do that. I mean, you have to you you have to really shave your own margins and do the math and give it a try. Because these guys, you know, they and again, it depends very much on the very much on the market. Um, but you know, with say some products and stuff, they'll make ten, twelve and a half, fifteen percent. Certainly, with downloadable products, a super affiliate may be in fact taking away seventy-five percent. Certainly, fifty percent, maybe seventy-five percent, will go into the affiliate's pocket. Um, so, but one way or another, and, and, and Aaron, you were, we were talking a few days ago, and, and you were saying, I think, that when you are negotiating with a significant partner, that you, you're, you know, you're willing to move on the posted percentage, yeah? Absolutely, and, and, and a lot of times you need to use that as a, uh, as a lure to, uh, to, to some of these uh, potential super affiliates. Um, Ultimately, uh, if you have to move up in, in commission, as long as you're still profitable, uh, a sale is a sale. Uh, the profit would not be there if uh, if you if you didn't have that affiliate, presumably, um, and you didn't have that affiliate on your network. So you need to you need to understand that that some of these uh, very high traffic sites know what their traffic is worth. And are going to demand a premium. Uh, don't be afraid to uh, to go after that. Some of the best affiliate programs will make accommodations for those super affiliates. Right, right. And again, you just do the math, and and if it works, it works. Um, so th- that actually covers point nine. But I just want to go back to point eight again, the second half there. Um, a lot of these top affiliates, they're not they're not only looking for a good percentage. They're also looking, and, and this is really important, they're looking for well-managed programs. And, I, and I've spoken with some of these guys in the past, and they have walked away from deals where the percentage commission was very generous, but nobody had allocated sufficient resources or talent within the company to really manage the program well. So this super affiliate was about to you know, get into an agreement with this company, and in the end, he just backed away. He said, you know, he said hey, i got a bad feeling. He said, uh, my phone calls aren't returned well. Uh, I don't think I'm I, – I, I can't see. I'm, I've been promised reporting tools. I've been promised that, that or the other, but I don't see it. So, so these guys are looking for a, a corresponding level of professionalism within the company. Um, and that, um, that, that, that not only relates to how you deal with them, how you, you know, if you have an affiliate manager who's going to pick up the phone or answer emails in a timely fashion, but it also relates to a lot of the tools that you provide. So when we get down to number 10 here, provide affiliates with the marketing tools they need in order to effectively promote your products or service. Now, and again, the kind of tools they need Again, will relate to the kind of partner you're looking for. So, if you have a, if, if if you've partnered with someone with a very strong content site, let's say they have hundreds of pages of articles or guides or how-tos or 
reviews. Review sites can work very well with this. If it's that kind of text-heavy site, to be honest, the only kind of link they need, the only tool they need is a text link. Because on a, on a content site, uh, conversion rates are almost always much higher through a text link than they are through some kind of banner or image link. So, so the amount of, you know, if, if you're partnering with someone who has a, is basically a content, a text-rich site, lots of reviews and articles, really you just have to give them a URL with a question mark and, you know, one, two, three, four after that. It's as simple as that. But for other of these affiliates, like if we go back to the one about the credit repair and back to the one with Audible where some, you know, they want to make a sale, they, they, they want to go directly from the affiliate site into the shopping cart or into a registration pathway, things can get a bit more sophisticated. So yes, they want the banners. Some affiliates will want data feeds. They'll want RSS feeds. Some affiliates will, and there's an example on the right here, they, they, they'll want to in, import uh, an entire, your entire store. And this is very simply to say so the example on the right, if you go past the header, the headline, and the and the two lines of body text, everything else is just delivered by, by JavaScript. And what happens is like, let's say on this site, there were, there were five or six pages relating to different aspects of K-cup coffee. What you do, what, what the affiliate will say is, okay, I want variations on the store. On, on this page, I want your top 20 selling K-cup coffees. On this other page, I just want to see um, your coffee brewers, or I want to see organic coffees, or I want to see flavored coffees. So, so again, a conversation takes place, and, and the people at the company say, okay, we can do that. We can, we can send you variations of the JavaScript. Um, and, if, and, and other affiliates and other companies will set it up so that they have, say, on a site like this, a special deals page where the special de even, the, even the affiliate may not know when he logs on the next morning uh, what's going to be on his site because this is coming down through data feeds. Um, the best deals, the biggest sellers are being so. So a site like this, they may they may behind these pages, they may have deep content for organic traffic. They may be getting it through house lists. They may be getting traffic through uh, pay per click. Uh, they'll work in all different ways. But in, in this shifting world where these, we're no longer talking about the, the small-time affiliate, but we're talking about the major affiliate looking to make, you know, six or seven figures a year, some of them will, will ask for quite a level of, of sophistication from you. Now, and, and, and this is for, for, for companies that want to create in-house solutions, this can become quite the headache and problem, uh, which is why... You need to shop carefully. You need, I, 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 unless you get really good software in-house, you're probably better off going outside to some of the major players like, like Linkshare and Commission Junction, uh, people like that, uh, because a lot of those companies have done this work, and they work with their, with their, you know, their partner clients and say, look, we can help you. You need to create data feeds. You need to create RSS feeds. You need to create... Um, you know, JavaScript-driven stores and things like that. Is, Jimmy, any? Do you want to say anything on that, or Aaron? 
I didn't have anything to, to add to that. I think you got it pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So, Mike, if you can, if we can move on to to slide twelve. Well, while we do that, Jimmy, maybe you can. I, you know, I I, I don't want to kind of distract myself by. I, I know there are some questions coming in here. Um, perhaps after this page, we'll take a short break, and, and if somebody f can just maybe have a look at or compile some of the questions there, and we can we can try and answer some of those. Okay, number eleven. Give affiliates access to detailed reporting on their performance and sales. This is this is really important. It was like going back to what Jimmy said earlier. Um, the, the, a lot of these guys are working with high volume, low margins uh, to make their money. And they absolutely have to know what is working and what is not working. Um, so not only, for, like in the old days, affiliate programs, you just send affiliates to your homepage. You, you can't do that anymore. These, 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 you know, a good affiliate will want to be able to go into, uh, you know, into a specific product page, a specific description page in, inside your site. But they also want to be able to track. So they want to. They, they're going to. They're going to say, okay, I'm going to create a page, which is going to drive uh, traffic. But I want to know whether page A or B on my affiliate site is actually generating more sales. So, so you need to be able to give them, allow them to be able to track from individual camp, you know, individual pages on their site. Uh, it's very important. Also, again, with, with, with these, if you're having strong affiliate partners, be open to special requests. Um, you know, some may, they, they may be running pay-per-click, so they may ask you to place some custom code on your sales confirmation pages. That way, and, and Aaron, maybe you'll be able to explain this, or, or Jimmy, but so, so that I know which pay-per-click ad is resulting in the most actual sales, so I can I, I can go right from my ad through to the sale. Jimmy, you're, you're familiar with that, I believe. Yeah, and really, what what this is is uh, affiliates running uh, your major affiliates, the ones running top-notch pay-per-click campaigns, and the ones that are really driving primarily driving all their sales through pay-per-click are going to need some assistance from you in knowing which terms are working and which terms aren't. Just as if you were running a pay-per-click campaign, they too need to uh, be able to analyze the conversion and the ROI on particular terms to figure out which ones uh, they can continue to advertise with. Um, this is one of those accommodations that uh, you may not be making for everybody because uh, simply a hundred different scripts on any given page uh, to accommodate all the, uh, the affiliate tracking needed would be uh, too cumbersome and too heavy on that page. But for your top affiliates, this is certainly a request that, uh, that many affiliate managers are, are, are trying to, uh, to, to see. Right. So, so I think the, 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 the point, and again, this speaks to, it's interesting because we started off preparing this clinic, looking at return on investment between pay-per-click and affiliates. And, and the more we researched this and looked at the data from our partners, it was, it's really been leading us towards looking at affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing a lot more deeply and understanding as well that it is very closely related to pay-per-click because these top affiliates, that's one of the tools they use as well. 
Um, and yes, you, you, you have to be serious enough to set it up that there is someone in your company who will take the call, and if the partner is significant enough to say, yes, by all means, we can place the code on our, on our sales confirmation page. So, because these affiliates, they're going to be tracking this day by day or hour by hour as they're, as they're managing their pay-per-click campaigns. Uh, and, if, and, and, if, and if your end is not set up to be responsive enough, then the partnership's not going to work for the affiliate. You, 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 need, to, you need to match their sophistication in, in terms of tracking and reporting and be, being able to, to help them out. Nick, this seems to uh, be coming up quite a bit, so I, I, I think that while we are on pay-per-click that I might try to address it. Um, we seem to have a few questions regarding uh, what, what to allow your affiliates to uh, bid on, what terms to allow the affiliates to bid on, how much to allow them to do pay-per-click. Should you limit their pay-per-click advertising? to the terms that you are not bidding on as a company? Do you allow them to bid on trademark terms, et cetera? Um, Actually, we, we cover that. That's our last point is point 19. Okay. Let, All right. Let me get to I'll, that. And if I, and I, and I, you know, I have to – I've just looked at the time, and as always, I'm just talking, <laughs> talking, talking, and losing track of the time. Let me go through these next ones quite quickly. I'll tackle that in 19, and if I miss it, then, then, then add to what I've said, okay? Sounds good. All right. So 13, listen carefully to top, what, to top affiliates when they, you know, allow them to look at your landing pages. If they're paying money to get people to come to your landing pages, some of these guys are very smart, and you may want to ask them, hey, what do you think of our landing page? Could we improve it? Because some of these people will have very good suggestions to make. Um, number 14, we've covered this, be available to top affiliates by email and phone. You know, treat, treat them as valued partners. Number 15, actually I can go faster now because I've talked about a lot of this already. Appoint a single individual to work with top affiliates or if it's a huge program and maybe two or three people to work with top affiliates so they, they know who to contact, who to, to get hold of. 16, and again I've made this point, enable affiliates to link to any interior page on your site. Conversions will be always higher. You know, if, if, if you just give them the ability to go to your home page, you, you just lose conversion click after click. So, Mike, if you can go over to the, the final page of guidelines. Are we there? Yep. yep. Yeah? I think so. Oh. Is it 19? Okay. So was, was it 19, or is, it, is there one more slide, Mike? Uh, there's there's right just there, three guys. more. Well. All right. Here, yeah, I've got it now. Whoops. No, I've gone. You've gone one too far. Okay. 16, work with top affiliates, learn from them, build custom landing pages to help maximize conversion rates. Again, you may want to build landing pages on your site that are specific to some of your affiliate partners. Uh, again, that's another way that if, if, if the partnership is really worth a lot to you and is working well, it can be worth investing the money to build specific landing pages for, for individual affiliates and, and the way they're sending traffic. Number 17, this is, I think is important, alert your affiliates to upcoming specials, deals, and new product or service introductions. The, these guys, the, the big guys who significantly contribute to your revenue, they should not be the last to know. They should be the first to know about what's coming up. 
and they should know before your regular affiliates about what's coming up. So they have time to prepare. They have time to build pages. They have time to prepare pay-per-click campaigns. So again, if, if you're treating them seriously as serious sources of revenues and marketing partners, make sure they're in the loop and that they know ahead of time when, when significant things are happening so they can take advantage of that. So now on to number 18, which is the point Aaron was just starting on. While some companies forbid their affiliates to bid on the company's own keywords, um, and I put that in kind of parentheses because it's a strange concept anyway, that this, this practice is not recommended, okay? Like if, where, where, you, where you have trademarked words, like your company name, if it's IBM or Starbucks or, or, or whatever, maybe you want to limit, uh, you know, you want to control and you'll have an affiliate agreement saying you may not bid on our company name or this product name or other trademarked names. Um, but, but go easy on that. If you have a look at the really big players, the Ebays and Amazons of the world, they are very loose and uh, relaxed about this. And the reason they're relaxed is they understand that a large amount of their business comes from giving their affiliates the freedom to do good work and drive qualified traffic. So I think it's often an overabundance of caution and an overabundance of lawyers that leads companies to say, oh, no, you can't bid on this, you can't bid on that because we're bidding on those. Uh, I don't think that's a useful way to enter into a, a meaningful relationship with a serious affiliate. Aaron, do you want to add to that? Uh, the only thing that I would say is you, you, if, if you are talking about a specific product that is exclusive to your website or a specific service that is exclusive to your website, you may want to restrain affiliates uh, from advertising on something on a term, for example, uh, that uh, that a customer is already familiar with that term and already searching for it, knows what they want. You've already done your due diligence to uh, to advertise what it is that that customer is looking for, and they're going to end up at your site one way or another. Uh, it's silly to pay affiliate commission on a site that you are already going to get. Um, otherwise, on everything else, I think that uh, that advertisers need to be uh, very loose with uh, the terms that they allow affiliates to advertise on. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and it's part of that shift from just seeing these guys as affiliates and seeing them as value, you know, you know, like marketing partners. Is you have to, you know, you maybe even have to negotiate this stuff with your with your with your largest affiliate partners, um, so that you keep them happy. So we're pretty much out of time here. Mike, are you there? Did we did we have time to get that poll up here? Uh, um, the poll will come up, or the survey will come up um, at the end. Okay. What we're going to do is 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 we've come to the end here. We're gonna we're gonna capture and save the questions you you've put in on the right hand column. If there are, when we look at them, if we find there are questions there that we feel we haven't adequately answered, uh, we will address those in the blog. That's marketingexperimentsblog.com over the next couple of days. Um, when, we're, when we're done here, and, and you can, Mike, you can move on to that final slide. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions, you can, you can always email us at questions at marketingexperiments.com. But like Mike just mentioned, there's, there's just going to be just a very short like, little survey coming up. And really, we want to know what you thought of this 
what you thought of this clinic, whether you thought it was useful, whether we, we talked too much about one thing and not about another. And there's a final question asking for your suggestions and ideas for future topics. So, so don't run away, as they say at the commercial break. Stay tuned, and uh, just please, if you can just take 30 seconds to check a few boxes and, and write a few comments. So unless, Aaron, Jimmy, you have anything else to say, I, I, I think we're wrapped up and our, our time is spent. No, I think we covered it good. We covered? Okay, yeah. Well, responding to the questions will be good on the blog. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to do that. So thank you, everyone, for attending. We, we certainly hope, hope you find this helpful. And when you send in, if you do fill in that short survey, uh, we will absolutely be going through all of that, all of us, carefully uh, so we can continue to improve on these clinics and also bring you topics that are of most relevance and importance to you. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Goodbye.